Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And I have a really quirky, odd little story for you here for April 1st, April Fool's Day. But I want to promise you, uh, everything I'm going to tell you today is real. I'm not going to play a prank. I'm not going to do any funny business. I've told you that before. I expect you to go out and do some funny business and tell me about you know your pranks and whatnot. But I... I just can't do that kind of thing because the stuff that I talk about all the time is already so extraordinary that the the last thing I want to do is plant a seed of doubt in your mind. You know, I'm the kind of guy who literally could get on here and be like, listen, folks, I have an alien in a freezer in my condo or whatever, and uh, I want you to believe it when I say that. So I have to make sure that I don't ever cry wolf or, or mess around with my credibility. I cannot afford that. So uh, so don't worry about the content that I'm providing for you today, okay? It's just a quirky, weird, funny little story. And I, you know, I, I buckle my seatbelt when the month of April starts. I never know how things are going to turn out. I, I have a very positive feeling about this month, which is why, of course, this Saturday I am debuting my big creepy Vegas tour that leaves here in Las Vegas across from the Haunted Museum, Zach Bagan's place there. Uh, a lot of people are excited about that. A lot of buzz on that, a lot of publicity. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But really, over the past weekend, what I've been doing is testing out gear that I'm going to be putting in the midst of the most comprehensive ghost research experiment project that I think has ever been done and what I found is that there are a lot of people throughout history who have had an interest in trying to prove the existence of ghosts but unfortunately they seem to be a little bit unbalanced in their approach meaning they're either being so scientifically minded that they're not open enough to understand what the possibilities are, i.e. what kind of equipment they should be using and how they should be using it, or the opposite. They're, they're, they're too open-minded. They're not grounded enough in the scientific methodology and how all that works in the peer-reviewed world, etc. And I happen to occupy a, um, an unusual position because, as you know, my team and I actually made the cover of a science journal in 2004 for a project related to the brown mountain lights some lab experiments that we did and so i actually took something that was paranormal and was able to condense it into some actual experiments that were appreciated and and respected by the scientific community and that's what i'm applying to ghosts now i've been wanting to do this for a while i'm just waiting for the technology to catch up and uh well that's what i've been waiting for but I, i think i'm there So what I'm going to be doing soon is shooting a video for you that explains to you exactly what I'm up to, what I propose to do, and also how you can get involved and participate and be a part of this project and get to see the results before anybody else and and that sort of thing. So uh, keep an eye out for some, um, some information from me coming very soon. But uh, the story I have to tell you, the quirky, funny little story, actually has a connection to some of the speaking engagements that I'm going to do. I'll just go ahead and toss this out here because I don't do that many speaking engagements anymore. I get invitations all the time. People are constantly inviting me 
to go somewhere and speak, and I'm very honored and flattered by that. But the thing is, I realize it's not just about doing the engagement. It's about setting up the whole trip and, you know, when you traveling there that's always a pain and and then you come back and in the meantime you're you you might get you might get sick because you're on an airplane you're exposed to people or you might have to put other projects aside that you know it, it can interrupt your life so i'm very very particular and selective about the speaking engagements that i accept these days but i've had some really great opportunities some really good offers that i just can't turn down that have come in this year Uh, And they're all happening in the fall. And so this October, I'm going to be in Chicago. I will be a speaker at uh, Ursula Bielski's Chicago Ghost Conference there. And let me tell you, she puts on the most... I, I think her her ghost conference is like top notch. Okay, it's 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 the five star that everybody's trying to achieve. Uh, And Chicago is a wonderful, wonderful city. I love Chicago. Lauren loves Chicago. It's the real Gotham City. Everybody there is into ghosts. It's beautiful. There's so much cool stuff to do. And I have spoken at her conference at least a couple times before. So I'm going to go back there this October and uh, and present some really cool findings. Hopefully by then I will have some amazing, amazing stuff to sort of uh, break. So I'll be in Chicago in October. Um, Oh, yeah, September. My goodness, I'm getting ahead of myself uh, because I just got that confirmed today. In September, I'm going to be in Seattle, and I'm going to be talking about metaphysics and how to use the force and all that kind of stuff up there. Then in November, I'm going to be talking about UFOs and aliens here in Las Vegas. I mean, how many people do you know who can do... An, uh, like three speaking engagements three months in a row I'm going to do one September, October, November September I'm going to talk about metaphysics and manifestation in Seattle October I'll be talking about ghosts in Chicago and then in November I'll be talking about UFOs and aliens how many people do you know who get the opportunity to have that kind of diversity in their portfolio isn't that cool? So, look, one of the reasons I'm talking about this, and uh, I am a little scatterbrained right now because I had just have so many cool things happening, I'm very lucky, is that uh, I don't want to name any particular names uh, without permission. You know, I'm very, um, I'm very sensitive to people's privacy. But one of the people who is associated with some of the speaking engagements that I do was in Las Vegas yesterday and invited me and Lauren to meet up for uh, dinner. And I said, uh, that'd be great. We'd love to see you. And we're actually talking about some other potential projects that we might have in the works. So we, we kind of, we made plans to meet. And then, then this lady says, you know, actually I have a really uh, special opportunity that you and Lauren might also enjoy. She said, I know a guy who lives um, in Vegas and he has a studio. He's an artist. He has a studio that's not too far from the airport and he's going to have an kind of an open house 
party because he's I, th- I think she said he had like some students that he was teaching and they've kind of graduated so they're doing a celebration so he's having like an open house deal uh for like a party there at his studio and she said maybe you and lauren would like to meet uh me and you know there and then you'll get to meet this fella now because Lauren and I actually live not too far from the airport also when we're here in Vegas so I said well yeah that'd be great what what does he do she said this guy is a master master puppeteer and marionette artist and he works in Hollywood all the time You may remember, folks, there was this movie called Team America that was produced by Trey Parker and Matt Stone 15 years ago. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are the comedic geniuses behind South Park. And they, they are just ridiculously ambitious. And they decided to do this whole movie that's kind of a parody, or it was kind of at the time sort of a parody of, of, of politics and America's role in the world and all that kind of thing called Team America. And the whole thing was marionettes. And some of the sets were so crazy and elaborate. I mean, you know, I, I, I watched the movie and I couldn't believe the effort that they put into arranging these sets and i thought the movie was hilarious okay i know uh, i know a lot of people were offended by it but hey that's comedy folks okay that's how it goes with comedy you're not gonna have some something that makes people laugh unless somebody pays for it somebody's gonna slip on the banana pill that's just how it happens i feel sorry for comedians these days because everybody is so hypersensitive to everybody else's feelings that's not what comedy is about you know comedy is about being able to let off some steam and 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 laugh and it doesn't have to be mean-spirited but i mean again you laugh at the guy who slips on the banana pill right so anyway um but team america is just one credit this guy has his name is scott land and now team america was a huge project i don't think a movie's ever been made like that before and probably never will be again he was the lead puppeteer on that but this fella scott land he doesn't just puppeteer things i mean he makes he makes the puppets okay he actually is a sculptor first and foremost he sits down he'll sketch something you know and then he'll sculpt it and then he'll turn it into a marionette and then he'll bring it to life uh i'm looking right now at his website thepuppetman.com and you know I don't have any sponsors on this show. I turn down sponsorship. I don't want sponsorship because I want this show to remain independent. And so I'm not being paid to promote this. But his website is thepuppetman.com. He's the real puppet master. And uh, just listen to some of the people that he has uh, worked with and worked for. Uh Sylvester Stallone, Steven Spielberg, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Clint Eastwood, Pee Wee Herman, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I love Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) That's my favorite one. Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? One of my favorite movies is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I was talking the other day about Tim Burton because, you know, Lauren and I went to see Dumbo. And I mentioned Ed Wood was, was one of my favorites in Batman. But, you know, his first 
big feature, Tim Burton's, was uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I love that movie. I can quote lines out of that movie for you. I don't know if that changes your opinion of me or how you feel about that, but now you know, okay? I can quote lines from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That tells you something about the way my mind works. Uh, Let's see here. Tom Hanks, Rod Stewart, Meg Ryan. This guy, he performs at the Magic Castle in Los Angeles. You've heard me talk about that on this podcast. The Magic Castle, of course is the most serious, respected institute for magicians in the world, and he's not a magician. So he is one of the few people who has ever been allowed to perform in the Magic Castle who is not a magician. So she says, okay, this guy has this studio where, you know, he's he's working on all these, these projects. Uh, do you want to meet? me over there and see what he's doing I say hell yeah are you kidding me hell yeah see this is why I love being here because I've told you before that one of the cool things about Vegas is that it's this marriage between imagination and creativity and functionality it's like you know it's one thing to like be in LA where they're conceptualizing some film and how they're gonna you know computer generate something or whatever but when you go see a show here in vegas you're you go in you get your ticket it's an expensive ticket you get your ticket you sit down in a physical chair and there's a physical stage and physical people come out and they do physical things and they have physical effects and somebody has to make those physical things so you find all these wonderful engineers here who who they get the you know the imaginative concept but they're also able to you know, take that and condense it into something tangible that will actually work and you know yeah yeah of course it's an illusion it's show business but they can make it look real using hands-on machining and engineering and i mean that's just so cool it's it's like the perfect combo between mind body and environment like taking the the the, the non-physical and the physical and and putting them together into a presentation so lauren and i were psyched about going to to do this and boy we were not disappointed okay so we got over there yesterday and sure enough there was a nice big tent outside they had barbecue they had champagne all these excited students were there who had just gone through Scott's classes and they had built their own marionettes and they're running around showing them off and they were all like zombie marionettes so they were super cool <laughs> and some of them could do some like really bizarre crazy stuff and so I, I we were immediately like immersed within this world of, of imagination where, where anything is possible. And in his studio, he has got all kinds of celebrity marionettes and, and puppets. And he has in his office a display case that's got, um, you know, various, you know, sort of historic legendary things from his career. And the, 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 the whole ceiling, the walls next to the ceiling, the walls are lined with all these sculptures that he's done of of different figures that he's turned into marionettes. And I mean, it was just, I mean, seriously, it was, it was like some kind of like dream experience that you walk into and Scotland and his wife, Lisa 
were the most warm, cool people. I mean, like, they, they're just instantly, they, they just came across as, as such genuine, real, authentic, warm, friendly people who you can tell just love their lives. You know, they're just enjoying the hell out of what they do. And so Scott, of course, he's taking a lot of time and and showing me and Lauren around and telling us stories about, you know, what it was like to produce certain movies like Team America, for example, some of the scenes like the vomiting scene. And and he actually was telling us that, um, you know, he worked uh, a lot with, with Trey Parker. And he said that Trey Parker just loved the fact that that, that, that he and Trey could sort of riff off of each other. Because if you look at the credits, like the cast and crew for Team America, it's a big, 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 long list. And so Trey and Matt Stone, you know, they, they agreed that this guy, Scott Land, he's going to be our lead, you know, puppet man. And um, <laughs> he, he said that, like, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but there's this famous vomiting scene. And this marionette is just vomiting just these incredible volumes of nasty you know I don't know what the hell they were using I didn't ask him that but anyway um but the funny thing is you can kind of tell when you're watching it it's kind of rough around the edges because you can see that they ran out of the vomit fluid and so at that point the marionette it 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 it's kind of like sputtering as, as as the last parts are coming out. And so he said that, uh, you know, here he is puppeteering <laughs> this marionette. And so Scott said he just kind of like went with that, that sputtering thing, because they hadn't planned on that. They hadn't written it into the script. And they just, again, they started like spontaneously riffing it. And it, it ended up being one of the most memorable scenes in the movie as this vomit comes sputtering out because they've actually run out of vomit i'm telling you this i know this is weird this is not the kind of thing you're probably talking about right now in uh you know oklahoma or whatever but i'm, I'm just telling you that um these are the kinds of conversations that i love to get into with some of these very you know unusual creative people here in, in the area and um so he said he called that magic he said that was when the magic would happen when things went awry and we could just sort of spontaneously go with it and so we're having all these wonderful conversations with him i'm actually going to post some pictures for you on my twitter account i i I asked him if he'd pose uh, for a photograph with me and uh, lauren took a nice picture of us and then she took some other pictures of um some of his work so i'll i'll post that for you at joshua p warren at joshua p warren on twitter um but his wife lisa my goodness the story she could tell at one point see lisa she wants to uh go out and look for ufos like okay fine you know that's that's exactly you're talking to the right guy okay you're talking to the right guy and somehow we, we start talking about UFOs and that leads to her um, saying, uh, or somebody said she knew, actually did more than knew, was very good friends with Stephen Hawking. So I said to her, how do you become good friends with Stephen Hawking? You know, of course, you know, he's passed away. Uh but she said, well, I knew another physicist, and so he introduced us. Oh, yeah, that, okay. yeah, That's how that happens. 
you know another physicist and that physicist introduced you to that physicist and then so like i don't know but anyway she um yeah she was really good friends with stephen hawking and uh, to such an extent lisa has uh, quite a reputation for being a fantastic cook okay she you know, maybe even chef i don't know how far we can go with this but she knows how to make a tasty meal and that's something that stephen hawking appreciated and so um she actually, you know, uh, once she became friends, she started making some really good food and coming over. And so I'm thinking, all right, I have an opportunity here to talk to a lady who knew Stephen Hawking very well. Now, it's a bit of a crowded space, and I just have to ask her one question. I just have to ask her one question so I can turn around and tell you what she said. And I'm thinking, why do I ask like, what's the one thing I want to ask right now? So here's what I came up with. I said, Lisa, when you are talking to Stephen Hawking, when you were talking to Stephen Hawking, just one-on-one, was it possible to have anything like a normal conversation or was it just always unusual? That's That's what I came up with. And immediately, she reacted and was like, oh, it was always weird. (laughs) She said his mind was all over the place. She said he would have like three screens in front of him. And one minute he was saying, hey, Lisa, what you up to? What you cooking today? And then he would have another screen that's dealing with stuff that is completely incomprehensible, like the deepest math you can possibly fathom and then he would have another screen there and he would say something like it, uh, it, it's cold in here you know who left the damn door open and then he get back to Lisa and then he's back to quantum phys- and she said his mind was just constantly bang 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 but you know you can kind of imagine why that would be because his that's all he had right the body part was closed down with him so this is just like you know i would imagine talking to stephen uh, hawking was almost like talking to a brain in a jar because the body wasn't there so you're talking about a brain that's going to be hypersensitive and super active and extremely in touch with everything that's happening in the environment because it's all about that direct brain interface so, you know, as, as can you imagine this? Can you imagine being in Las Vegas in a studio, having a celebration with barbecue and champagne with, like, the puppet master of the entire world who's got puppets and marionettes everywhere, who knows everybody and their mother, and then his wife is uh, telling you about, you know, Stephen Hawking, and I'm, it's just like, I don't even know how to capture this for you in a podcast. Just like, what a swirling, amazing... And then, and then you know, his students, they were making amazing stuff. And you have all these people everywhere, and they're, they're operating, they're marionettes, they're performing, and man, it was so wild. Oh, boy. So, anyway, when we, when we finally left that party, um, <laughs> we went out and had, uh, had a really nice dinner and great conversation, and so... Look, folks, um, 
That's my that's my weird ass like April first story for you. My April first podcast. And the night really ended with me having conversations with the lady and again, I could probably give her a name, but I just don't want to because I didn't explicitly ask for her name. But um, we talked about, like, look, we have to do some big things here in Vegas. We've got to do some big stuff. It's ripe for it. You know, Lauren and I have a foundation here now. I have a business license here now. I have Creepy Vegas. We we got the Puppet Master here. I mean, my God. My God. We have to do something mind-boggling, earth-shattering here in Vegas. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, I'm always trying to do things that excite me more and more and more and more. It's 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 the snowball that keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you know why wouldn't you? You know you look at people like like Steven Spielberg or Stephen King. We're talking about a lot of Stevens today. Steven Spielberg, Stephen King, those guys were rich a long time ago. But Spielberg didn't stop making movies when he got rich. Stephen King didn't stop writing books when he got rich. No. It's not about money at a certain point. It's about excitement. It's about what drives you, what gives you a thrill, what you want to produce that gives the world some sparkle. Some, I mean, it, it really is some some magic. It's real magic and manifestation. We were talking about my book again last night, Finding Your Magic. If you haven't read it, you have to read it. You have to go to joshuapwarren.com and you have to visit the Curiosity Shop and you will see Finding Your Magic. Um, but Vegas is a place where big metaphysical, supernatural, <laughs> paranormal things are about to happen. Now, you know that this Saturday, April 6th, I am going to be officially debuting my creepy Vegas ghost and paranormal tour, where we also talk about UFOs, time slips, Area 51, I mean, you know, all everything you can imagine. Ghosts, mobsters, I'm officially going to be debuting it, so I'll be there. I'm going to hang out with everybody on the tour. Afterward, we're going to go out. We're going to have a party. I have a really cool place set up for that. But today, there are four people in Vegas who apparently are are fans of my work who are really bummed that they have to leave on Wednesday, and they're not going to be able to be there for this on Saturday. So I found out about this through Facebook and uh, so I immediately started, you know, talking to, to them and to the guide, and I'm trying to arrange a special tour for them. The guide can consider it a practice tour um, before we do the big thing on Saturday. But, you know, the, the reason I bring this up is that, look, if you're going to be in Vegas and it's not on a Saturday when we're going to have one of these tours, you can contact me and let me know what your situation is and I'll try to work with you I'll try to arrange this for you uh, as a private engagement see I can't do that as easily in Asheville because in Asheville I've been doing uh, I've been operating that tour for you know 25 years and so 
we're, we're kind of like we have our ebb and flow down there but this is a brand new business here in vegas so i'm flexible right now in vegas if you want if you have a party coming out here and your schedule is not going to coincide with one of the scheduled creepy vegas tours you just let me know and i will do my best to see if i can make that happen for you and you and trust me you want to make it happen you want to take time here there's a lot of cool stuff to do here i know that but i'm telling you the coolest of the cool set up a day where you visit zach bagan's haunted museum and then cross the street and take the creepy vegas tour you have to do that creepyvegas.com so i'll remind you if you have the inkling the idea the ambition the motivation the inspiration to be here in las vegas this coming saturday april 6th 6 p.m okay 2019 take the debut official creepy vegas tour i will be there with you and then we will go out and party afterward and who knows what special little things what special little surprises i may have for you just go to creepyvegas.com creepyvegas.com to put in your reservation right now so i'm about to wrap up today's podcast but i have so much stuff that you're going to be hearing about this month i know you're going to love it uh it's gonna be really weird and crazy and bizarro but you're gonna love every bit of it if you go to joshuapwarren.com there's no period after the p at joshuapwarren.com if you go there you can click the link to the curiosity shop and buy all kinds of cool stuff that you won't find anywhere else on the internet You'll find links to a lot of interesting stuff. Like I say, if you're in Asheville, North Carolina, take the Haunted Asheville Ghost Tour. But you'll see a link there to this podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. That's because I try, I try to leave one for you every day. Don't always succeed, but I try. It's always short, always free, independent, uncensored. Click that link to Joshua P. Warren Daily. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that is it for this April 1st, 2019 edition of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.